The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, Bruce, and uh, we're back again, man, another week, bro. And I got uh, Emily with me, man. What's going on? How you doing, brother? Good, good, bro. Yeah, man. Juneteenth and Father's Day. So it's like back to back, back to back. Yeah, celebrating them together. Most definitely, man. Twins. And it's crazy because I'm coming into fatherhood. You, how do you celebrate Father's Day? Like, how do you feel about Father's Day coming around? Um, and what does it mean to you? You know what I'm saying? I would say. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to say this here. Um, definitely, uh, First and foremost, hello world to any fathers that's out there, or either mothers that's single and they have to play the role of both, you know, same to you, you know. Um, I got some um, interesting questions for you as well as we go on. Um, to go back to what, you know, to go back to what you were asking me, you said, how do I feel about it? And to yeah. be honest with you, man, it's another day. It's, it's another day. It's a day in which... Yeah, I don't take it for granted that, you know, it's a day of celebration, uh, so to speak. But I feel like, you know, you don't need a reward for, you know, a reward to be put on a day when technically, you know, you do the work and the work that needs to be done to bring forth the seed. And then when the seed comes, you know, you stop doing the work. You just you continue to work. You know, if you have a if you have a garden, it takes it takes an amount of work and it's like the work never stops so it's like you don't you don't never even when it's you know from seed to harvest you know in every area in between you know you don't sit there and when it's harvest time you say well look at me look what i've done and you're done no you just you continue to cultivate that land and you just you know you continue to just it, it, it never stops everybody talk about i think the mistake we make as parents is a lot of times we look at it we let society put numbers on everything you know uh, uh, it's almost like numbers when you think about numbers you think about price tags you think about years people quick to say 18 years 18 years okay what happens after the 18 years you know if it's God's will that that, uh, that child and I, we pray to God that the child reaches past 18 years but what what then what you stop because it was just 18 that you were looking forward to like yeah, we really have true. to we have to renew our minds, man, like, and stop falling victim into those traps. Like, seriously, you know, I don't even look at it like that. It's like, for me, man, I'm a father. I'm a father, number one, and my job is to be here, you know, and it's like, um, <laughs> it's funny. Um, I just had this conversation with my daughter this past week. You know, my daughter has started her journey, journey into, you know, it's crazy to think at the age that she is, she's started her journey into, you know, young womanhood that kind of pains me to say that man right but yeah um but i had to let her know you know i was talking to my to my wife and we don't necessarily always agree on everything you're not going to with your spouse all the time 
matter matter of fact, not just your spouse, people, period, you know. But the thing is just finding a way to coexist regardless, you know. Um, And I just, I, I wanted to let my daughter know that no matter what, even if she looks at me as a guy, you know, I came from being a boy to a man. Despite all of that, at the end of the day, I'm her father. And I'm always present for her to be able to talk to me. No topic or subject should be too big to talk to if you're a parent, you know. True that. You might not agree with everything. You're definitely not, you know, because first of all, the, the, you know, the most important issue with that a lot of times is just the difference in generations. Um, however, you should always be reachable because when that when that happens when the moment you stop being able to be reached then to be honest with you you know the ball is out of your court um but i look at it man as just i look at it as an as another day man um and me personally i don't try to i don't i don't look at i don't look at it for me i don't look at it as my day of celebration because if a person chooses to, you know, chooses to celebrate me or if I choose to celebrate a person, if that person is around and the moment hits me in which I say, you know what, this person needs to be celebrated. I'm a celebrator. Yeah, I can understand that. Like, for real. I like, feel the same way yeah. about my birthday. Yeah, why well, put off on tomorrow what you could do today? Yeah. And like, let, let's go ahead and let's, hey, hey, bro, hey, let me, let me take you out, man. Hey, man, God just put this on my heart or whatever. I want to bless you or something. Whatever. You know, but, um, yeah, so that's what I got to say on that, man. Um, I didn't. I didn't mean to make it so long-winded. Um, oh no, you good. But you, I want to go back and I want to say something. You, you made a comment, and you say you know a father to be, but yeah. really and truly, fatherhood has already started for you. It's already started for you because although the the child may not, it's just like it's again. They call it a seed for a reason. Long before you could ever see, you know. Um, uh, long before you could ever see, you know, anything sprout and everything is happening underground. But let a, you know, it, you can't take away from it that it's still not present. It's yeah. still present, but present looks different to different people. The box that creates the present. That's hundred percent. The box that creates <clears throat> the present. If you give it to somebody, is it still not a present? You know, or are we starting to talk about, okay, well, we got to dress up the box now and put some wrapping paper around it. And now it becomes a present. It's it's still the same difference. I definitely understand. You know what I'm saying? It's still in your possession. God placed this, this, you know, this child that may not be in your version of present, the here present. It's still, you know, it's the, the child is still alive the child is still developing the child is and you just put your hand on the stomach the, the child will let you know i'm present right yeah for real, for real though. and then on top of that fatherhood already started for you because now you know you've already been doing this you know hey baby like all right just you know we might want to watch we might want to watch this here we might not want to yeah. you know you the, the protective you know stages it's like you know all of that it's already started fatherhood you are in the midst of fatherhood now from this point it only gets you know it only gets heightened but it's already that's that's it that's it nah that's 100% though you know like that's the trip like going back to like when I was in in, in your role and like being in the role that I am now 
it's the same difference. It only gets heightened. Like, I feel the same way about my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's just another day. Not in the sense of I'm trying to be pessimistic, but it's just like, yo, man, like I, I celebrate life every day. For me, I feel like it goes throughout the year. Every day, you should be practicing fatherhood. Every day, you know what I'm saying? You should be celebrating your life. So I feel the same way, man. I think, um, like you said, with preparation too, as far as fatherhood, like just because the baby is not physically here yet in the in the, in the uh, present, don't mean like I've been preparing the baby room. We've been like getting uh, get uh, getting things for the baby. That's your level of expectation too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Every day, man. Even though you know I might be 11 years in, 15 years, excuse me. I have a son. That's not biologically my son, but I've been there since year one. So, you know, that's still my son. Mm-hmm. So I've I've become integrated into this fatherhood, you know, way back before I actually had my own child. And that my own child, she's she's going on 11. So, mm-hmm. so let me say something on that also. So anybody else that's, you know, that's living this out and, and, and that's also a step a step parent or um you know it doesn't matter you can you can kick the step to the side you know you a parent you know if you if you doing your due diligence and you standing by that child and you helping raise that child you a parent going back to what i was going to say you, you see the process out and no matter what and all you you trying your hardest and you know again you it's learning on a job it's like each and every day it's, it's you know changes being made you you constantly tweaking something that's the beauty of the life period though you live long enough and you won't you'll be a fool if you continue to do the same thing you've been doing when you're 15 right just like for real you, you outgrow that process and then you move on to the next stage in life and you're like you know what at 15 i had a good concept however it needed some tinkering and and this is where i'm at now I like this, but at 25, 25 will look different than uh, 15, but then 35 look different than 25. So it's like we always making changes as we go. That's crazy that you say that because one of my questions was, uh, it was a quote I heard that said, we're serving your past life, but not serving your new life. And I was going to ask you what that statement meant. I want to backtrack. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like back to Juneteenth. So like, I'm not that familiar with Juneteenth. I think the re- I, I really started hearing about it was uh, last year when we spoke about it. Can you explain like what you what you understand about Juneteenth? In the past couple of years, it's become a federal holiday. Uh, but Juneteenth, okay, so don't quote me on this because I got to go back and do my research on it again as well. But it, okay, so the Fourth of July, Independence Day. Independence Day wasn't truly independence for everybody at that point in time because I believe in the state of Texas. We got to go back doing our research on this, but it was still it was still places that were still operating. It was opposing the independence of everybody. So you still had slaves still being, you know, being kept in bondage even after Independence Day was declared. So, yeah, uh, a couple years ago, though, it, it you know, after after many, many hard fights, many years of just it not even being um talked about let alone honored it, it came into being as a you know as a federal holiday it fast forward dog the transition back into the fatherhood topic 
we talked about that fragrances and stuff. And I thought as a man, like as you get older, I started getting more interested in like watches, you know, fragrances, how I dress, you know what I'm saying? Start taking it my appearance. Men get better with age, right? So it's like um, as you progress, I think like your mindset gets better. Your style of dress may start to change. How you carry yourself, you start caring about more of your appearance. I wanted to ask you like uh, you mentioned to me a situation that happened. And it's kind of like a coming up age experience. Can you explain that situation? Okay. Um, so you were talking about fragrances. When it comes to your your son, who's your prince, or your daughter, who's your princess, we have to do a better job of, we got to make sure that we teaching them that the important things in life are oftentimes the most detailed things in life. We, we lose track of the detailed things and we start doing things in a rushed manner and that's when you turn around and the results they look rushed yeah you know you get whatever it is if you put if you if you uh if you're really putting in that work and 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 it's hard work and it's you know um blood sweat and tears and they then to be honest with you when that when that finished product is you know when it's established and the results come back to you it looks like it. People look at it and they say, "You know what? This ain't. This was. This wasn't rushed. Like yeah. you, you really put forth some some effort and, and, and some thought into this." Not to cut you off, but like when you said that, the thing that came to mind was um, Nipsey Hussle, his last album that he put out with Victory Lap, and it's like watching his progression, watching interviews, and from when he first started, when I first was introduced to him, to now. It's crazy the production they went into. It sounds totally different. Sound um, professional, just well put together. So it's like that's true, man. That's a true statement. What was the name of the album? Victory Lap. All right, he saw it too. Then see, that's that's the gradual, that's the maturation uh, process. Is is maturity looks like that. So that's what you always want to aim to be better. And that's especially when you have a vision. You know, you go into something sometimes some some people go into something uh, not even knowing what it is that they're actually looking to get out of the experience. But if you're in the experience and you live in it, then you become one with that that moment in those experiences. Then all of a sudden you can't help but to take things in and you say, you know what? Again, we're going to tinker a couple of things and, you know, we're going to we're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. I know how I want to hit them next time. It's, it, the simple small things make a they, they make such a profound impact to the point to where we have the power we have the power to change the coming outcome listen to what I just said we have the power to change the coming outcome so that means that something so small in detail such as excuse me you walking by somewhere, somebody and you even before you even get up on them to touch them you excuse me you know and that's what I would just, uh, you know, the day I took my children out to uh, to uh, a Juneteenth uh, celebration. And, and again, the whole time when, when I'm out with my children, I'm one of those parents in which I'm constantly saying something to them because I don't want nobody saying anything to them. And on top of that, it's training on the go. So even if they forget something, first of all, I'm going to see how long it take them to, you know, to, to go ahead and establish you know that in which was taught to them a long time ago but if they forget children sometimes forget they get excited whatever they forget you know so we walk in and i see you know i see the person i see him from afar and i'm waiting i'm waiting in my mind like my time clock going on like they they're not gonna say excuse us that's when i say excuse us so that they see us a party coming 
oftentimes do the same thing with my wife. You know, when we walk in, excuse us. You you don't want the situation to ever be wait until they get right up on you, brush you, and then after they connect with you, then they say, oh, excuse me. Like I remember being in elementary school and you know middle school and you know you looking at it and you you start you know hey I'm about to be slick with this one, oh, facts, you know bro. you just like the wood you just come oh, up and man. you know like somebody you know bet you I bet you ain't gonna slap her you know it's in that same you know it's in it that is, same though. vein you know what I mean and so yeah. I, I try to tell you know I tell my children don't wait to tell somebody excuse me you just go ahead and establish that yeah you know um because again you bumped the wrong person and then all of a sudden it's go time right whether you ready or not you know here they come you know we got to get back to the detailed training we were talking earlier about fragrances like something as simple as that like i was uh telling you like man back like when i was in the military i never even noticed it bro that you know i was hanging around in the barracks we all majority 90 percent, 95 percent dudes so it's like the whole Barracks, the room smell like socks, peace, and cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's like I'ma say something on that. You know, they got a commercial out, right? I, I don't know. I think it's a Febreze commercial. I want to say, but it's like <laughs> they talk about like when you just like you, you know, whatever. Like life happens, and then people get they get immune to certain smells. Yeah. yeah. To the point they, they you know, they they driving around in filth, and they don't smell it. Especially being around a bunch of brothers, it's like yep. you know. We for the we lax and like I you know like I tell my and and it's not excuse it's not the reason I said all that was because you said the smallest details sometimes add the most um, impact it could be a 10 15 second interaction but just because you smell nice and it's a pleasant experience which provides more opportunities details, exactly yeah. uh, speaking of uh, fragrances um I, I realized back in preschool that one woman man i just thought she was pretty i thought she like i thought that that was an angel she wore something man it was something that was so something so sophisticated to the point Years later, I was out somewhere, man, and it's like the wind was blowing hard. That same fragrance that I recall smelling when I was in preschool, it hit me again. It took me back to preschool. For for a young brother, the only time I really wanted to get my hands on some fragrance uh, fragrances when um it used to be Sundays when my father used to go to church and I used to go with him, and he'd put on the smell good and I smell. I'd be like, oh, daddy, I want some of that, you know. Then my grandmother, she had me, she she got me my own cologne. I recall this, you know. At that point, I want the instruction manuals to this. Like, when can I wear this? You yeah. know, like, cause I'm like yeah. Sunday too long. Why I got to wait the sun? So most dudes they're taught, we hey, we can't be around here crying. A lot of times, masculinity it often looked like a joker, you know, up under the car, or a joker that looked like he was up under a car. You know, sometimes, you know, you look like you was up under the car. Chances are you've been out there in that sun. Chances are you stink. Change often doesn't happen until you're introduced to something better. And then that's when you're more willing to want to change. It's like, um, so you, you think about a young, a young brother that's coming up and his mother raised him. But then he feel like, you know what, man, I want to be a man. You know what I'm saying? She don't understand. And so he go out there and he go to looking for the definition of it in his mind, what he perceives to be a man, you know, shoot, he look at buddy, buddy, fingernails black. He was like, okay, that's a man, hardworking, that's a man <laughs> that per- personifies his definition yeah. of a man. Then he meets somebody different. Dude got on the tie. A young dude might ask a question. Hey, um, 
And I noticed your fingernails ain't never black, man. Hey, your, your hands look kind of soft too, bro. But you know what I'm saying? You look like you ain't never touched a brick in your life. But young brother, I did when I was young. But I worked hard when I was young, so I wouldn't have to work this hard my whole life. Now I go and get manicures and pedicures. Now that's a whole different look. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now that right there, he might almost throw up at the, at the sound of that at first because he not accustomed to that taste. But then again, he started noticing, buddy turn around and then, you know, for what validates a lot of guys is the fact when one guy see that brother with a whole bunch of women or yeah. a bad sister, but well, what he doing must be working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, so, bro. hey, then he come around and then now the young buck want to, you know, become a sponge. Hey, man, what that is you got on, man? But that smell good. At first, he might want to clown him. He might want to clown him at first again because right. he don't understand Pretty him. boy. Exactly. My man got a whole face routine, bro. What you is a female, bro? Exactly. Exactly. So, but he started noticing, man, hold on, wait a minute. Man, in the summertime, man, the sun hit this man's skin. The man's skin look different. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the man, hey, the man don't look ashy, though. You know what I'm saying? You start start evaluating stuff. Now, that looks like success. So now, now he he, he thinks to himself, you know what? I've had it all wrong. A man can look many different ways. We can't become stereo, you know, stereotypical on what it is, you know, we see or what we find to be the, you know, uh, the leading, uh, the leading look of such and such. That's real. Man. That's just, you know, it, it's that's the that's the beauty of life. That's a real mentality. Yeah, because being closed-minded like that, like. Um, I think it comes with exposure too. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, just being exposed to that type of stuff. But you also have to be open minded. That's true. Like, it's different versions of manhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, that's big, yeah. dog. That's super big, bro. Most definitely, man. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to add too, bro, it's different versions on how to handle manhood too. That's true whether too. Whether that be conflict, whether that be solutions, whether that be problems, especially handling conflict. I just think that conflict is a thing that you have to, it's different ways to handle it. Definitely, I tend to think, con- con- and I want you to hear me on this conflict, yeah. and it's almost assured to happen simply yeah. because differences in opinions. Yep. And when you when you get strong differences in opinions, and I'm talking about like two alphas start to you know debate on something, you know that's when hey, depending on how you know that debate happens, you know again the results could be. Man, something you don't want to say exactly yeah. you also as a man need to know how to address conflict that's true you know what i mean like that's something i, I figure I, I think i learned a little bit later that it's okay to address conflict like conflict is not bad you're right you just have to know how to handle it you're absolutely right about that and and this is something that uh, a father should uh should definitely teach his son and daughter because if this is not taught then to be honest with you your innocence could be taken I'm talking about on arrival. It comes a time where you must say no. You got to say no. Like it's just, and it's okay to say no. It's a lot of yes men and yes women out here, but it is a time in which you must stand on your own too. Right. And you say, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Matter of fact, you ain't got to say I'm sorry. It's nothing to be sorry about. Exactly. You know, you. I, I, I'm afraid I can't do that. Yep. You know, but don't be afraid to not do that. See again, listen to what I just did. Everything I just said just now is the things we we normally say. I'm afraid. I can't. Again, why be afraid? That's Take really that out. Man. Nah, I just can't do that. That's not in that that's just not in me. 
It's not in me to do. In a sense, somebody can take that right there if you apologize, but they're going to feel like they can further attack that. Yeah. Because what it is, they sense indecisiveness in what you said. That's why you got to be you got to be firm and you got to stand on your two. A calm answer is better than an answer that's aggressive. It brings me to something that uh, transpired today, man. So I'm not going to get into like everything that happened. I'm going to get in, and I'm going to get into the most important part, you know. Mm-hmm. So a young brother, it was like a it was a I'm, I'm going to just call it it was a standoff. It was a moment in which it was no movement happening at all. Two parties were stuck on what they believe was right, and it just stayed there. But it caused it caused a, a roadblock for everybody else that was trying to get the opportunity to go down this road. So, in doing so, one of the young brothers um, that was caught in the midst of the standoff, he says to me, "What I look like? If we've been arguing for an hour, and then all of a sudden I let." To you know, just just squash it, so to speak. We look like some B, you know, some bitchs. And so when he said it, I got to thinking about it. My cousin was standing, you know, right next to me. He said, "Cause nothing gonna get uh nothing gonna get uh, settled with this. All three of us, we older brothers than you know the other two parties. So all three of us, we said to ourselves, you know what, y'all young bucks, y'all got it. So you know, we we walk away." But in the midst of walking away, it's like it just continued to just play in my mind what he said. You know, I looked at my cousin, both of us, we uh, we seated in the same area now. And I said to him, I said, you know what, man? I said, this is what's wrong with our, you know, with our community. Even if one party is wrong and they believe, you know, they believe that or they become stubborn to the fact that they don't want to change it, even though they know they wrong. Like, seriously, bro, like... I told, I told, I told a uh, young brother, I said, bro, what you said is so powerful. And his response was, I've never been the one to be a peacemaker. Understanding that at the end of the day, life and death is in the power of the tongue. I'll be a fool to say something that you don't know the power in which you speaking with when you speak. The beauty to all of this is you can still change. You got time. But if you continue to live that way, then to be honest with you, you know, like your options are limited, yeah, very yeah, limited. Bro, bro. But it's like, bro, you don't understand how uh, low value those words are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been a peacemaker. But you say it with so much confidence and so much like you saying it in a statement of like a rep, like a reputation type thing. Like why we fight so hard for a reputation, man, that we honestly, you can't take that but so many places. Right. Because your reputation on the streets, you can't take on somebody's job. You can't. You can't bro. take it on somebody's job. And to be honest with you, if your reputation is what you after and after alone, then to be honest with you, you ain't gonna never make it on. You ain't gonna never make it on somebody's job because somebody else gonna have a reputation that they trying to uphold, and they need another. They need another strike on their reputation card, and you that strike. Because here it is, I got children. But it's like worth value we start to examine these words and experiences nothing came from this situation nothing mm-hmm. nothing was settled if this was a whole different situation drawn out yeah, but the same crazy. two things you know occurred and the people that were waiting for the opportunity to go down this road some people they too hostile to even want to hit anything 
It could have it could have got real bad. It's it's so many people, man, in the grave today that never needed to be in the grave if they would have just understood. You know what? You got it. But it's about you know what I look like even now as we as we speak. I want to put myself back. I want to put myself back to when I was 18. Definitely was a hothead. And so oftentimes when you trying to evaluate something. Especially from a place in, you know, okay, again, like this momentary space that we're in today. Now I'm at a, you know, I'm at an age, now I'm in my 30s now. But at the age of being in the latter portions of my teens or the mid-teens. Oh, yeah. First of all, I'm only speaking because I'm trying to prove a point. Exactly. I ain't trying to hear nothing. I'm only here. I'm only listening to you so I can respond. Exactly. And, And we ain't even doing a good job of that. For any gentleman that's listening to me. Oftentimes, man, when you trying to when you trying to argue with your lady, please just don't don't argue, don't, because women women are professional arguing. <laughs> like, they, like seriously, like they they'll mess around and have you bum fumble. You don't know what you're saying. You don't even know why you arguing. Is and at the end of the day, you just look like a fool. It's like way seriously, better when you come, they I think they actually think better. When they up in the air, we don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Nah, nah. Most times out of ten, when I'm mad and I'm trying to have an argument, nah. I end up fumbling yeah. the ball. And to be honest with you, that's why you a lot worse. of guys tend to when they get angry, we want to go to showcasing strength. We don't do well with the logical at that point of <laughs> speaking in that situation. How you handle yourself, what comes next, can land you either dead or in jail. And if you in jail A lot of time Now you thinking back On that situation You say Boy I should have just shut up right. I should have let her have it Or right. That It should have never even Got to that point I'm gonna add this But before that What I look like Because if In that situation If you would have just Took a deep breath Either you can straighten self Or yeah. the system can straighten you Right You feel me and that jail, like I said, it could be anything. It don't have to be jail, but it could be you wasting money, you breaking a window, whatever. Yeah, you because of your, your attitude, phone. yeah, you know because what I'm of, yeah, because of the fact that you've <laughs> you flown, you know, you you just you you made a decision to fly off the deep end. What do you got to lose? Or instead of saying what I got to lose, I got so much to lose. I got so much to lose, man. I think the reason we we going so far in on this is because we done been there. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Like, and I done been there and made those crazy mistakes. And like looking back on this, like, bro, what? It really wasn't worth it. Some of those situations wasn't even worth it, dog. So I appreciate you coming through. Uh, appreciate man, you, you having me, man. Because it's always cool to to hear um, a different perspective. Appreciate you guys for listening, man. See you guys next Thursday. Continue to follow, like, share. And we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace. If you like what you've heard or would like to send us feedback, reach out to us at thoughtvisionmaterialize at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at underscore the Real Talk Podcast. Twitter at Real Talk Pod 1 and Apple Podcasts and Spotify at The Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.